0: Hey friend, motherhood gets hard, entrepreneurship gets hard, but together we can do hard things. This is the Mom CEO Suite. In the suite, there's no shade and no shaming, just sharing and support so we can all thrive at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Felicia, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. Join me as I share my journey, challenges, and aha moments along with the experiences and expertise of other modern-day moms in business. Welcome to this meet. What they didn't tell me about motherhood. So when I found out I was pregnant, I was one of those soon-to-be moms who researched everything, everything from my birth plan to just deciding if I wanted to breastfeed, all the things about the type of delivery that I wanted to have. And so I made the decision to do a natural birth. I knew I didn't want to have to get an epidural or I didn't want them to induce me. I was watching documentaries. I was watching delivery videos on YouTube just so I could mentally prepare myself as best I could for this experience that I was about to have. And honestly, those things helped. I feel like I went into my delivery really well informed and I knew that the only thing that I couldn't really prepare for was the pain. But we made it through. (laughs) We got through. And so even with all of my research and talking to people that I knew that had children, I have an older brother who has a child. And so I kind of, I feel like throughout the process, I was well informed about a lot of things. But even still with all of my research and knowing people with kids, there were still some things that nobody told me about. Or that I had no clue that I was going to experience. Or that I just did not see online. And I want to share those things with you today. So one of the you know, kind of funny things that I realized was that nobody told me that I would never eat in peace again. Okay, I'm being a little dramatic. I do eat in peace sometimes. But if my child is around, there is no eating in peace. And it is so shocking to me because... (laughs) I will feed, I used to feed her first, so my thinking was, okay, I feed you, you're full, you're happy, so then I can eat and enjoy my food. But no, as soon as I pull out my food, here she comes, wanting to eat my plate, immediately after she just ate. And this happens all the time, so I literally, I have to eat while she is maybe sleeping Or I have to distract her with something on TV, like she likes to watch Miss Rachel or Gracie's Corner. I'll have to distract her with that so I can just enjoy my food and not have to share with my little. But I'd never heard that before. I didn't know that was a thing. And I think it's quite hilarious. Like, you just ate. Why do you want my food, too? And people would say, oh, maybe she's still hungry. Absolutely not. This little girl is very well fed. <laughs> um, I don't know if there is a medical term for this or a psychological term for it. I don't know what it is. Um, but she likes to eat my food. And it's funny now, but when it first started happening, I was really a little bit upset because I just like to eat in peace. Um, Another thing, no one told me that... There would be times and periods in this experience where I just would not want to be touched at all. Being touched out, I did not know that that was a thing. So in my mind, I just thought I would have this capacity to get the same level of affection to my child. I thought that I would always want to be giving affection to my child and always wanting to be giving affection to my husband. But once I got into it and having a baby attached to you all day, it was like a relief to be able just to have my body back it was it was a relief, and I just did not know that I would go through days and and days where I just did not want to be touched um even the slightest thing like giving a hug it was like because I had been touched all day, you know, having to hold my daughter, having to breastfeed every, every two hours, maybe even more. um, I forget what it was called. Oh, cluster feeding. When she was cluster feeding, it was, it was even more frequently that I was breastfeeding. And so just being able to have my own space, not be touched and just really want to be in silence And darkness and just enjoy the quiet, nobody told me about that. Like I knew about the quiet piece, but not wanting to be touched, that was totally new for me. And of course, as a newlywed, that's something that you have to, that's something that you have to work through. It's that whole idea of being overstimulated, you know, not only just holding the baby and breastfeeding, but the brightness, the crying. If you have the TV going on or the video, all these things are playing a part in you feeling overstimulated. And so it's like having to go back and retreat and be able to recharge without stimulation. And so I think that's key for being able to get through those moments. It was key for me to be able to get through those moments where you are feeling touched out and overstimulated just retreating and your senses not being attacked and just getting to a place where they can be restored for the next day or your next encounter. Hey friend, I know just how challenging it can be to manage motherhood and entrepreneurship simultaneously, especially if you're a first time mom. I had no clue what I was about to experience. So I've put together 10 of my best tips that I learned in my own journey for managing this intersection. Get access to this private stream by clicking the link in the show notes or visit themomceosuite.com backslash tips. Another thing that that nobody told me about or that I did not know I would experience was this whole thing about the mom being the go-to parent. So I have four younger siblings and I'm the second oldest out of six. For beneath me, I help to, you know, take care of them in the sense of watching them, helping them get dressed, feeding them sometimes, things like that, because there's a larger age gap. And I don't recall seeing this. My memory fails me in this area. I don't remember seeing my mother be the go-to parent. It could have been, but I don't remember seeing it. Um, But after I became a mom and I'm in a couple of mom groups and people have talked about this, I just did not know that that was a thing where it's like, even as your kids get older, they defer to you. I'm in mompreneur community, so we work from home. And so maybe it's because, you know, the mom is in the house more while dad is doing a traditional job outside of the house. And so the child is accustomed to just coming to the mom for for support or for whatever it is that they need. But it's like even when dad comes around, they still defer to mom. Mom is like the go-to parent to do things as it pertains to the child, like figuring out the child's schedule and what they're eating and what um, appointments they need to go to and keeping up with all of those things. And part of what I'm trying to do in my own life is kind of rework that norm. My belief is that it should be a joint thing. And so, yes, a lot of times my daughter defers to me. Being in that experience, it really pushes me to try to readjust that norm um, because There's no reason for it. There's two parents. And so you don't always have to come to mom first. Mom doesn't have to be the go-to parent. Even just being in some mom groups and seeing people's comments about that after I became a mom. I'm like, wow, this is a whole thing. Now, again, I understand that everybody's circumstances are different. You might be a single mom, and so you have to be the go-to parent, or maybe you are co-parenting with your child's father, or maybe your husband, the work that he does, keeps him out of the house frequently. I get that, and I understand that. And so, of course, in that situation, mom has to be the go-to parent. But for those two-parent households, where both mom and dad are home, I would just say to the dads to look out for this and really just try to step in and take the load off of your wife or your significant other. Because just little moments of relief are so, so beneficial. And then the last thing that I just, nobody ever talked about this, and I don't know if this is just my own experience, but I did not know once I became a mom just how much I would think about death. It's like giving life and going through the birthing process, you really just understand how how precious and fragile life is. And having this immense love for your child, you don't ever want to leave them. You don't ever want to be apart from them, like not in this world. Intellectually, I know and understand that death is a part of life and we don't live forever. And even in my faith, for us who are believers, death is not the end for us. But it's just something about when you give birth and you become a mom, there is this desire to kind of delay the coming of that moment. And so for me, this was new and it was, it was very shocking. And sometimes it's hard for me to work through or to even think about the fact that, you know, one day my child is going to have to be without me. And I'm constantly just praying that our separation is not when she's young Once I became a mom, it's like death became so much more real and tangible. And that is a heavy thing to to think about. It's a heavy thing to carry. And so that's why in a previous episode, I talked a lot about the little moments. And I just try to relish every moment with my daughter because it's like you don't know. You don't know when that time will come and when that time does come. You know, I want there to be beautiful memories that were made that we'll have to reflect back on. I know things got a little heavy in this episode, but I am always aiming to be transparent and open in this podcast. And if I'm feeling it or this is something that I've experienced, then I'm sure there's someone else who might be going through this. And like I've said before, This is a space for you to be seen and supported. And I want you all to know that you are not alone in this journey. So I am going to be as transparent as I can be in sharing my journey with you all. Now, I would love to hear from you moms. Connect with us on Instagram at the mom CEO suite and let me know what were some of the things that they didn't tell you about motherhood. I want to know what were some of the things that you experienced that you just did not expect. Thank you for joining me in the suite and give your kids an extra hug and kiss today. Thank you for listening to the Mom CEO Suite podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can you do us a favor? Leave a review on iTunes and share with other moms in business like you. Help us spread our message and empower others who are at this intersection of motherhood and entrepreneurship.